Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The natural man, uh, as we talked about before, is like a, it's like a deaf person. You know, uh, my son was saying, we should go to this Chris Tomlin concert. It'd be like if we took a deaf man to a Chris Tomlin concert. And there he's worshiping God, singing these awesome worship songs, and he can't, understand, he can't hear any of it, right? And, and my son looks at me and says, man, isn't this an awesome worship song? And then we got this deaf guy we took with us, and we look at him, and I don't know how to sign, but if I could, doesn't that sound good? And he's like, I can't hear anything, right? And, and that's how you have to see right, spiritually dead people. They lack the faculties, just like a person who can't hear. So too, uh, people who are spiritually dead, they can't receive spiritual matters. The natural man doesn't understand why it's important to read your Bible, why it's important to go to church. I didn't understand that. And, and sometimes even Christians don't understand why it's important to read their Bible or go to church. But as you grow spiritually, you begin to understand things and you see things uh, that you can't understand when you're spiritually dead. And, you know, for anyone who is growing spiritually, the Bible tells us, and we're going to get into that uh, in the book of Corinthians, but the Bible says when you first get saved, you're like a spiritual baby, that you're, you know, very immature and you don't really know very much. And, and, uh, but as you grow, then your ability to receive spiritual things grows as well. And so verse 15, he goes on and said, but he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. So the natural man can't understand your love for the word of God. To them, it's foolishness. Like, what'd you do today? I read my Bible. What are you doing tonight? I'm going to church on Wednesday night. I'm sure many of you, if someone asks you, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to church on Wednesday night? What's wrong with you? You're going to church on Wednesday night? Are you weird? Have you lost your mind? Now, if you were doing anything else, if you would have said, well, I'm going to play golf tonight. Haven't you played golf five times already this week? Yep. You're going to go six times? Yep. Okay, that's normal. You're going to go to church? You're going to concern yourself about spiritual matters, about God's plan for your life, about God's purpose for your life? You're going to do that twice a week? Are you a nut? Right? But if you play softball, hey, what are you doing? I want to play softball. Haven't you already played five times this week? Yeah, I'm going to play again, right? Or pickleball. Or what are you doing tonight? When's it out? I'm going to play pickleball. Didn't you already play seven days in a row for the last seven days? Yeah. And you're still going to play some more? Yeah. Okay, that's normal, right? But you go to church on Wednesday night, whoa, you're a kook, right? And, and because the natural man doesn't understand that, right? And, and for me, as I go through life, I realize that understanding God's plans, God's purposes for my life, so much more important than any of those other hobbies. And hobbies are fun, and everybody needs to have fun. Everybody needs to have recreation. It's good for your mind. But uh, to live for recreation is so empty, right? I used to play golf three or four times a week, and, you know, you get pretty good, and you'd be around other people. But, but then I would start hanging out with these guys that played golf seven days a week, one guy, his wife divorced him because he played golf seven days a week. He was never at home, always gone. And, and I just thought, even as a 20-year-old, that's stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you think golf is more important than your family, right? But the natural man just does whatever feels good to him, right? And, uh, but for us, the spiritual people, we know where we came from. We know how we got in the predicament we're in, right? I mean, I'm not saying about how we voted for our president, but I'm saying, you know, general, like, the fall, sin nature, all of that, right? We know how we got where we're at, and then we know where we're going, right? We read the book of Revelation last year. We know how it turns out, and, and we know the Bible tells us God's design for life. What's the purpose of life? Why are you here? Why did he create you? 
What's the design for family, right? What's the design for church family? And as we go through the book of Corinthians, Paul's going to tell them about how church should be. He said things should be done decently and in order. You shouldn't be like a bunch of crazy people at church, right? And same thing in your family at home. Shouldn't be like a bunch of crazy people there. God tells us how the marriage should function, how parenting should be, right? All those things. Now, we, we might not know exactly every little thing that's going on in our life uh, at every moment. There might be times when, you know, there's some chaotic things happening and whatever, sickness or illness or like the last two years when, you know, the, the COVID craze happened. I mean, I didn't really understand what was going on. Like, this is weird. I mean, um, but, uh, and it doesn't always make sense, but we do know that God is on our side, that God loves us and he's going to work it out for good, right? And the longer you're a Christian, then your faith grows stronger and stronger and stronger. And you know, you know what? God has always helped me out before. He's going to help me out right now, right? And so we know Romans 8, 28, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. I love that verse so much that, that I know that whatever happens in my life, that God is going to work it out for good. And, you know, you just think about the craziness that's been happening in our culture and our society and the cuckoo stuff. And, and, you know, rather than focusing on all the bad, we know the Bible tells us we should look at the good. We should meditate on the good. And so for me, uh, it's why I don't watch the news like I used to. I used to be a news junkie. I watched it every night, every day, right? And now I was telling someone, a friend yesterday, I haven't watched a full network news in almost two years now. Uh, and, and why? Because all of a sudden I diver- developed an allergic reaction to network news? No, it's just that there's so much angry hostility it's like you know what god wants me to be filling my heart with good things meditate on good things and so uh you know i just choose not to pour that stuff into my mind but uh, knowing that god's going to work things out no matter how difficult things might be and we know that the bible says we're going to have trials if you're going to live a godly life you're going to have trials right and we know in james 1 it says that we should rejo- rejoice in various trials because god works in those things to develop us to mature us right and so when you know the bible you understand god's wisdom there's so much uh better understanding of life from the beginning to the end, the whole process of all of that, and it just makes life so much better. And, and as we talked about on Sunday, and in the midst of all of that, no matter where you're at, there's peace, there's joy. God can fill you with his love that you can love people, and the world does not understand that stuff, right? And that's what Paul's saying. The wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God are very, very different. So in verse 16, he says, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Now, in verse 16, Paul's saying, What kind of person could have the audacity to think that they understand the complexity of the universe? Like, who knows where the edge of the universe is, where there's a sign that says the edge, right? Where that is. No one knows. They're spending billions of dollars on telescopes. They still don't know. Or who has the audacity to think that they understand the ecosystems, all of the design, the intricate design and creation of plant life and animal life and the complexity of the human body? I mean, I I don't know. I got on this thing. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I, I started reading books about health. I don't know why, but anyway, I, I got a couple books. I started reading a couple doctors about human health. Oh, it was because my cholesterol was high two years ago. And, uh, and so then my doctor said, we're going to start you on statins. I'm like, I ain't taking those pills. Anyway, so uh, I said, well, let me see what I can do on my own. So I started, uh, you know, I didn't eat butter for two years, and then I just drank olive oil every day. But anyway, uh, so a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, I started reading these books uh, about carbs and then started watching these doctors and doing research about cholesterol. And now... I'm, I'm watching these doctors. I watched the doctor a couple days ago. I watched him for an hour, uh, and he basically said that, you know what, all the stuff they've been telling you about cholesterol for the last 40 years, it's all wrong. <laughs> right? Now, he has, he has a Ph.D. in biology and chemistry, and he's a, he's a neurosurgeon, and uh, he has high cholesterol, and so they wanted him to start. Anyway, so the point is, is that now as I'm studying about health, because now I'm getting a little older, uh, and, and, you know, and basically— what I have read in the last month is that in the last four years, doctors and the medical industry 
are learning now that everything they've been telling you for 40, 50 years is all wrong, right? So I learned this week that uh, they said that, you know, LDL, oh, because my uh, cholesterol was high. My LDL was high. And so the doctor's got to start statins. So then I'm watching these doctors. I watched three or four interviews with some doctors, and they're saying, well, the test they give you when you get your yearly physical doesn't tell you anything. It's a 50-year-old test. means nothing. You need to get this test that checks out all 16 lipids, and what really matters is the small-density LDL. That's what gives you heart disease. And it doesn't come from animal meat, red meat, or from dairy milk or ice cream. It comes from sugar. When you eat carbs, it goes into your liver. Your liver then pushes this small-density LDL into your arteries and gives you heart disease, right? And... I'm thinking, what? I've been not drinking dairy my whole life because you guys said it was bad. Now they're saying, yeah, dairy and red meat produces large, fluffy LDL, but that's not the LDL that gives you heart disease. And so, you know, the worldly stuff, the, it's just like whatever they said yesterday is totally not true tomorrow, right? I mean, and, and I told you when COVID started that whatever they said when it first came, oh, we're all going to die if someone is, I remember watching two years ago, they said if you go to the grocery store today, if someone has COVID two aisles over and he sneezes, it's coming over the aisles and it's going to get you, ah! you know, and it's just like, right? Are they saying that now? No, now what they're saying is, I don't know what they're saying because I'm not watching the news. But anyway, uh, the point is worldly wisdom changes all the time. And in verse 16, he's saying, who has known the mind of the Lord that he should instruct the Lord, right? You just think, who thinks they're smart enough that knows enough about all of God's creation that they're going to instruct God on how the beginning of humanity started and how the end of humanity should end and about how everything should happen in between, right? I mean, really, the people who are supposedly the smartest people in our society, I'm reading these other smart people who are saying, those smart people are all wrong. Well, basically, they throw in a little like, well, the reason that we still aren't telling people about small-density LDL is because we're making billions with a B on statins, and so we want to keep pumping those out. So we aren't going to tell anybody about small LDL, and we're not going to tell anybody about red meat and about dairy. Anyway, so I'm still not believing that stuff. My wife, she's got full-fat dairy milk she's drinking now, and I'm still on 0%. But, but the reality is, is that the wisdom of the world changes weekly, right? I mean, the fads of the world, they come and go. I suppose now I'm thinking, you know, tie-dye and bell-bottoms were a lot better than some of the weird trends we have now. But anyway, uh, the point is, is that God's word doesn't change. It's the same for thousands of years. Yet the worldly stuff, man, it just changes daily. One day you hear a certain group of politicians say we should get rid of the police. And then two years later, hey, we need to get more police. It's like, anyway, I mean, they're confused, right? Why? Well, because they're spiritually dead. They don't understand God's plans, God's design. They're really just making it up as they go, uh, the politicians anyway. I, I think the doctors are trying, uh, but the human body is so complex. And, you know, I'm reading all this stuff about how when you eat lots of carbs, you know, for 20, 30, 40 years, and you get to be 50 or 60 years old, and you've been eating tons of carbs your whole life, then it starts storing it as fat in your liver. And then when your liver like, I got too much fat in here, it starts pushing it into your arteries, and that's how you get heart disease. I'm like, what? I never read that before. Raise your hand if you read that. One person, right? Two people, right? And I'll ask you afterwards. I mean, how could I not know about that my whole life? I read so much and like, anyway, well, it's because the smartest people aren't as smart as they think they are, right? And then once they figure out how to make a lot of money, then they want to keep you believing anyway. But the point is that God knows your life and he loves you and he has a plan. And if you want to experience your best kind of life, you need to pray and seek God, right? Now, I'm thankful for the wisdom of the world. I'm thankful for doctors, right? I mean, when my kids broke their bones, I'm thankful they could put casts on them and, and I'm thankful that they can do what they can do, right? And, uh, you know, if I get a headache, I'm thankful for the guy who invented Tylenol, right? But, but they're not as smart as they think they are, right? I mean, and then you know what? They invent Tylenol, and then years later, like, hey, this will kill you. Don't eat too much. Anybody? Uh, anyway, we're going to stop there because we're out of time, so let's pray. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for your word, and we thank you so much, Lord, that you love us. And Lord, you designed us and created us, and you know what we need. 
And so we're so thankful that we can come to you in our time of need. And Lord, we can seek you and you minister to our hearts. And so we pray, Lord, that you would just continue your work in our lives. Lord, help us to be bold in sharing the gospel of Jesus with our friends, inviting our friends to church. And even though, Lord, sometimes we might feel, uh, Lord, a little insecure or maybe even fearful about talking to people about you. But Lord, we know that, it, that if they're eternal, destination is dependent upon us talking to them that we want to be bold so we pray that you would fill us all with your spirit give us boldness lord to share your love we pray in jesus name amen thank you for joining us for today in the word we'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at calvary chapel calvary chapel caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting calvary kids learning center if you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will...